Welcome to With You Every Step, the solo travel podcast that explores, explains and hopefully inspires you to travel the world by yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Lee. I have a very, very serious, I can't even say that without laughing, turning serious man himself, Mr. Troy Larkin. I'm very serious. <laughs> so serious. So I'm serious. serious about coming on this program. <laughs> That's what I'm serious about. How many times have I been back now? I don't know. You are definitely part of the stepper furniture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even part of the stepper team. I'm the stepper. I'm the step. I'm the step. You of, are. I'm the step of the front door to the studio. That's, <laughs> that's where I live. And I just sit there and wait for Michelle to go. Troy, get in here. <laughs> we want to talk about something ridiculous. So I'm like, coming. Well, today is not ridiculous. Today is something very serious to some. Today is ridiculously awesome is what it is. We're going to talk about the Guinness World Records. Ooh, that's very serious. Very Cause, serious. Because Guinness don't muck around. Mm-mm. It's all rules and regulations. If you want to, If you want to set a record, it's official. Totally. And I remember when I was a kid having the book. Did you ever have the book? Uh, dude, the book was literally the best thing in the school library. It was the, like the most borrowed book. And I remember it and everyone wanted it. It was always like, it was always out because everyone wanted it. It's got the big like holographic cover and it would come out to be a new one every year. And when the new one came in, everyone's like, I gotta get the new book. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so exciting. But there are some really cool Records. You can set a record for anything. Like you might be like, uh, I'm, I'm going to set a record for picking up the cup. I picked up the cup four billion times. Oh, great. You got a record. Well, actually, that's not true, Troy. Oh, really? Because they're very, very serious with their records that they might reject that claim. Oh, Guinness is sitting in his high seat going, ah, you can't pick up a cup. Nope, nope, nope. Unless you do it 25,000 times in an hour, then maybe it oh, would be a right, record. The time. All right. Yeah, because someone needs to be there watching to yeah. make sure it's a oh, legitimate ha- thing. Yeah, I've seen on the telly, you've got to have an adjudicator and, you know, official. They wear a polo shirt that says Guinness. It's all official. Yeah, they can't not have that shirt. <laughs> it's the shirt that really sets the record. It totally is the shirt. I could put one on. No, I couldn't. And then get away with it. People, imagine that. Imagine if I did walk around with a Guinness World Record. Yeah, going, uh, well done. Here's your certificate. Just print out some certificates. Put them in a cheap frame. And people are, oh my God, God, certificate. But there is a very strict way of applying as well. It all has so to if be. So if you want to crack a record, you, mm-hmm. you just can't do it and then call them up afterwards and go, hey, I broke the record. No, nah, no, nah, it doesn't work that way. It has to be done through the right channels. And that is going to the website. <laughs> it's serious. Okay, okay. I'm, I believe you. I believe you. And then registering. Regi- <laughs> Doing what, sorry? Registering. Oh, Re- I'm going registering. <laughs> Why can't I say that word? Register. Register. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do the Registering. Is that not could a it, word? Could it be registering? Is that the word you're... <laughs> yeah, words are not my strong point if you, you got, haven't you figured this out by now. You've got the record for a person not able to pronounce registering. <laughs> you, you can't even... You're not going to be able to set any records because you can't even register. <laughs> <You're> correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you need to go and put Regi- it... An register. Ac- an account, yeah. And then you have to activate it. And then you have to go to... 
a apply now button on a record that may already be set. Oh, so you you can't just make one up. You got to check to see it might already exist because I assume there's a lot out there. There is a lot. Mm. Like you do a search and the tab, and it comes up with over over two thousand just for whatever that word may be. Yeah, like there used to be like I remember there used to be a show on telly about it, and I was a kid, and there's like you know records for spit and watermelon seeds. You're like what? Who cares? Old, Someone did. Old Jim Bob McGee can spit a watermelon seed. 10 metres, what about it do? Hey, he was very, very excited to get his official oh, Guinness you... World Record certificate. Yeah, Certificate. If I saw that in someone's metal piece, I'd be like, <laughs> well done, sir, well done. Depends what it's for, right? Because we found some really interesting yeah, ones yeah, yeah. today. We found better than watermelon seed spitting. We found some good ones. We did find some good ones. Yeah. yeah. And strange enough, they're also travel related. Oh, well, who would have uh, thought? Okay, on a travel podcast, forget about it. <laughs> I love that you can't help but do fart noises. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I could break record for fart noises. So something that I found is the tallest building in the world. Yeah, I wanna, I'd like to do that. I'd like to go in there, get up right at the top. Where is it? Have a guess. Look, I'm going to say Dubai because Dubai has big, awesome things. Oh. <laughs> Wait, am I correct? You are correct. Yes, thank you. You're, you're, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, yes, it is Burj Khalifa and it is the biggest now in the world. How tall is this big boy? It is standing at 828 meters, Whoa. which is 2,716 feet. So 800 meters, that's... Well, that's that's a that's a short two hundred meters off of a kilometer high. Uh huh. But guess what? There is one being built in Saudi Arabia. Ra- Saudi. Oh, where, where is that? Oh my god, I can't speak. You to should. Them. You should. Uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I am Saudi not Arabia. been drinking either. I just can't <laughs> speak today. In Saudi Arabia, they are building one, formerly known as Kingdom Tower. Now the Jedediah Tower, and it is I'm designed... I'm going to call it the Jedi Tower. That sounds Jedi. good. Actually, probably Jedi. is currently designed to reach one kilometre. That's ridiculous. You can't have a building a kilometre tall. That can't do it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You can just, you'd be skydiving off that building. 170 metres taller than the one in Dubai. Right, there you go. Imagine that elevator right <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh. It imagine, would imagine, probably take ages. Imagine working on the top floor. You'd be like, oh, God, you got to leave an hour early for work just so you can get up the elevator. Hey, hey, worst case scenario, imagine emergency when you can't take the elevator and you've got to take the stairs. Nah. <laughs> How long does it take by stairs? Well, you got a couple of weeks in a Sherpa because that's what you're going to need to get to the top. <laughs> I used to want to go up Everest. Forget that. I'm. Going up this building instead. <laughs> well, you know, if you listen to Ali Pepper, Everest is quite dangerous. So maybe this is a better, safer bet. Yeah, this is the safe Everest. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got one. Traveling. The most traveled toy mascot. <gasps> oh, I've traveled with a toy mascot once. Ah, uh, you're one of them. I am. <laughs> when I was younger, I did. I One of my a family member, I think, gave me a little boxing kangaroo mm. and I took him everywhere and I got photos of him everywhere. Mm. Oh, really? I didn't think that's what you would do. Uh, but is that what you did? <laughs> I did one trip. One trip I did. Oh okay, God. what kind of I'm toy a, is it? I just, let's, I'll preempt this by saying I'm not a big fan of the travelling toy mascot. 
I bought a mascot. Oh, great. Oh. I think it's cute. <laughs> I don't. It's just more baggage. It oh. is more baggage, but they would probably have it on the plane with them sitting on the seat. Yeah, maybe if it's tiny, but, you know, you start getting sizable things. You're like, yeah. come on. Mine was like the size of just like the size of your hand. It wasn't huge. I'm going to have a, a mascot grain of rice. I'll take it everywhere. Grain of rice, travel around the world. That's cool, actually. Hey, you might be able to set a world record. I'm going to set traveling rice. And his traveling rice. Rice that makes the travel nice. Yeah, but the most traveled toy mascot, if you're one of those people, you might want to break this record by a little bear called Remando. Oh, it's a bear? It's a little bear, yeah. His name is Remando, and he has traveled, holy smokes, 636,714.8 kilometers. That's a long way. This record was set on the 27th of September 2009, between that time and the 3rd of September 2010. So within a year. So 2010. So this is an old record. So no one has broken it for no, a while. No. Oh, it is out there for you to break people. Yeah, it's ready to go. And it, it but look, that happened in a year. Okay. Took a year. Took a year to travel. Does it say how many countries? Six continents, 35 countries. Oh, that's impressive. He went everywhere. And not just with, we travel around with different people. So I think he got, oh, he got passed on. He got passed on. Yeah, yeah. So it's not one person. No, no, went through a bunch of different people. Well, there you go. It could be one person that could be traveling yeah. with that toy mascot. You could make a new record. Mm. Oh, listeners out there, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is better than a mascot. This is the most travelled ashes in the world. Ashes is in someone's dead body that been yeah, cremated. Cremated ashes travelling around the world. Oh. Don't say oh, it's cool. This is cool. I mean or like in like a nice way. Oh, they're like, ugh. No, like, oh, you've taken your loved one with you. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay, maybe. <laughs> All right. So the lovely Vera Anderson kicked the bucket, unfortunately. She used to live in the United States. This this was set in July 2000. And her son, Ross, he, he fulfilled her dying wish of being a jet setter. She wanted to be a jet setter, Vera, but in her lifetime didn't get the chance to be a jet setter. So her son, bless him, got her, her wish granted. And when I when I started researching this, I thought, oh, that's nice. Like yeah, you thought, I thought got the ashes, lovely. went around. Nah, instead he just got little pieces of her and mailed her around. Oh, no! <laughs> so she was being mailed around the world. Uh, 250 cities worldwide and all 50 states of the USA. Vera's been everywhere, man. <laughs> That he posted her. Yeah, so what he did is got little bits of Vera in a little in little pla- <laughs> in little plastic baggies and just sent them to the postmaster general of all the states in the Oh, so no, he didn't even send them to someone. No, and then people opened it up and went, what the? And then went, okay. And a lot of people sent them on, took photographs. Well, they would have to document it because this is serious. This yeah, is a record. Yeah, so it's all documented. So Vera lived out her posthumous wish, I suppose. <laughs> She's been Thailand, Malta, the Ukraine, and all 50 states. Wonder what they did with her when they were finished with her. That's not in the record. No. I don't know what I would do with someone sent me someone else's ashes that Mm. I didn't know. Mm. I guess I'd be like, all right, 
Vera. <laughs> so odd. Imagine opening up the mail. Now it would be a whole different story. When was this done? Uh, it's not so long ago. It's not uh, 19 years ago. 19 years ago. Now someone's getting powder in the mail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's oh, all kinds of things being yeah, called yeah. here. Powdered Vera, look out. A big shutdown in the city, especially postal mail. Yeah, Get it, you opening can't that send. up. I don't know about sending human remains in the post, but I don't know, maybe a cremated ashes or something else. Right I in. suppose they must have known about it, though, because they would have to document it. Mm. And we know that the rules for the, the rules Guinness World Records are very strict. Mm. I don't know. I actually think that's another record that could be set. Don't tempt people. No, I think you could. No, not post them because mm. I don't think that would go well anymore. Like I said, I think yeah, they would literally. Take, taking someone with you, taking someone's ashes yeah, with you. Yeah, I think take someone's ashes with you is really sweet. And then instead of the mascot, you take photos of the ashes urn. I'm think trying it's to imagine sweet. that. I'm actually think I like that better. If I if I somewhere and someone goes, excuse me, could you hold this ashes? Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, take a photo. And you get all the to- you. You're but imagine to, if you're they- at the Leaning Tower Pete. You try to lean the ashes. Rap, spilled them. Oh, there you go, Vera. Yeah, if they're like, this is my mum or my dad, and they would really mm. like to say hello to you, and turn around, and you go, oh, okay, where are they? And yeah, they go yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> Give you an urn. Wait a minute, you got to buy a plane ticket for ashes. I hope oh, not. I don't know. Yeah, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it must have to go when you carry on. Getting powder onto a plane now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not so easy. Now, I did find what do you got? the smallest hotel in the world. Ooh, okay. Well, I'd be interested to know because I've stayed in a few where I'm like, oh. Oh, no, this is little. I don't know who took the photographs of this hotel room in the brochure. Maybe Annie Leibovitz because this is... <laughs> Really looks does not a lot like the brochure. Well, it's in Germany in Hamburg, and it is fifty three square meters, <laughs> and it's too small to accommodate more than two guests at any one time. Is it a hotel or is it just a room? Well, it's classified as a hotel. Okay, it's well, it's got to be official because it's Guinness, and it's the smallest in the world. There you go. Where is it again? In Amberg in Germany, and it's uh, called E H H A U S L Hotel. Something house, tiny house. Air house. It's sandwiched between two larger buildings. Mm, sounds, so it must be hard to find. Yeah, it sounds delicious. I got one for you. This is okay. This is this is just this is a good Guinness World Record. It's also a travel warning. Uh oh. Travel warning. <laughs> this Guinness World Record set in 2013. It is the uh, Global Status Report on Road Safety, okay? Oh. Okay, so the, the, world, the world Health Organization, who has named place in the world with the highest rate of road traffic deaths. Ooh, is it in Bolivia? It's not Bolivia. Oh. It's Libya. Libya. So, yeah. So Libya, they've got, and look, I don't want to... <laughs> Don't want to get on a downer here, but 73.4 per 100,000 people dying on the roads. Oh. Globally, 1.25 million people die each year as a result of road traffic crashes. That's so, huge. So look at that. There are, there are some, you know, really, really cool, you know, Guinness World Records. Also a little grim ones as well. There is. But, I um, wouldn't want to set that one. No, no, you don't. No, you don't want to. However, on the other side of the coin, Sweden, Yes. They, they've got the safest roads, oh. um, Guinness World Record safest roads in Sweden. So if you're looking at that, you know, the travel uh, itinerary, you're like, oh, Sweden, Libya, Sweden, Libya, 
Yeah. Save, so save all Sweden. those people that are dying, are they from car accidents? Yeah, road tra- road accidents. Road yeah, accidents. Road so accidents. not like people riding their bike and being hit. Yeah, or all that. Any, it's all, all of that. it. All yeah, of road it. accidents. Yeah. So does it have one particular? Is it one particular road, or it's no, just it's all in, of Libya? That's the that's the place. So in it's the, world. the country. The country. Yeah. Let's okay. Take, let's take the Guinness World Record there. Oh, sad one. So just be careful when you're in Libya. Look left. Look right. Look left again. Right. Mm, I actually saw. The Guinness World Record for the the quickest time someone has done all the sovereign countries. Okay. But there was a little bit of controversy about it. I love controversy. Also, I like controversy and controversy as well. Did I say it wrong? No, it's the same (laughs) word. I actually was looking and thought, wow, this is really cool. She'd done it in I think just over a year. But people were saying a lot of the countries – she didn't get out of the airport. Ooh, nah, you got it. Um, nah, I, well, Guinness has spoken and who am I to, uh, you know, question the great and powerful Guinness. But I reckon you've got to leave the airport. I think so That's too. My, I, if it was the, the Troy World Records, I'd be like, sorry, I didn't leave the airport. <laughs> didn't get it. I agree because if you were to count that, I have been to so many countries that I have not actually been to because I've stopped over in the airport and mm. had long delays. But I, I assume that this person arrived in the airport, went through, they'd have to go through customs. Now no, get I think that, this no, is, they'd this have is, to get there. Are you telling is, me Guinness said even without the passport stamp? This, this is the controversy around this This is one. the contro- – I can see there's some bloody controversy, yes. Yes, yes, because it's a, it's a bit of a sticky one. Or I would go. All right, if you left and you got the airports, you got the got the stamp, your passport stamp, and then went and got back in the airport and took off. I go, yeah, all right, you technically got it, but I I reckon you need to leave the airport. I think so too. I think you need to see the actual city wherever you are. I don't know if that's considered in my mm. world actually being there. But Guinness, I suppose, is all about. Technical. They technically did it. So, yeah, which is true. Yeah. And, you know, I was in Malaysia airport and I was there and I got a massage and I can say I had this beautiful massage in Malaysia, but mm. I didn't leave the airport, mm. but I still had this beautiful massage from a Malaysian person in the Malaysian airport, mm. but I never left the airport. So I still technically was there. Yeah, I've been to, I've been to all sorts of countries. <laughs> I've never left the airport, So, but I don't count them. No, me neither. I say I've been to the airport in such and such, you know. Well, maybe we're doing it wrong. I got one's going to blow your brain. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I hope you like long distances travelled because I got something right here. This is set on the 14th of July, 2015, and you're not going to break it. You're not going to. You can't. Oh, now I want to. You can't. And hey, listeners, you're not going to break it. Oh, it makes I, me want to. I know. It makes you want to break it. You're not going to break it, okay, unless you've got some serious high-level contacts. Now, this is the Guinness World Record for the furthest distance travelled by a postage stamp. Oh. Mm. And you, you're like you're, you're thinking, oh yeah, I could send a po- I can send a letter. I can lick a postage. I can get that stamp out and around the world. But you're not gonna you're not gonna beat this one. Do you want to hear the distance? I sure do. Five billion two hundred and fifty thousand two hundred and fifty million eight hundred and forty three thousand. 896 kilometers. That number again, 5,250,843,896 kilometers. Booyah! Postage stamp. Wow. 
Wow, how is that even possible? This was achieved by the United States Postal Service, so they've got the they've got the record, who placed the postal stamp on the New Horizons spacecraft. Oh, that's cheating. No, it's not. And send it straight to Pluto. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How good's oh, that? Oh, that's not how I was thinking. You it should was have seen Michelle's <laughs> face. She's, when I said five billion, her face was what? Oh, I was like, how is that even possible? She was calculating how many, you know, times around the planet. I no. can't believe that I did not even think that it had been sent <laughs> to space. It's the only way that's really possible. I can't so believe I, I didn't know if think the, of that. If the Pluto Postmaster General received it, yeah. So we we sent we sent a stamp to Pluto five and a quarter billion kilometers. <laughs> Wow. They obviously had put a lot of thought into that, mm. wanting to break that record. Yeah, yeah. So I, li- I like that one. I like that one. I like um, intergalactic mail. That's cool. Mm. I think that's cool. It's making my brain tick to think about all the things that we could be breaking records for that every, we just haven't thought <laughs> of. Every time that they send a spaceship out somewhere, like, oh, what crazy crap can we chuck on there and break the Guinness World Record? Yeah. I bet you the travelling toy hasn't been into space. No, yeah, see, travelling toy, postage stamp, yes. Mm. Just a little one here. Furthest flight or farthest by commercial aircraft. So Boeing Company got that one and it went 21,601.7 kilometres without refuelling. No wow. refuelling. And, and whereabouts is that from, uh, does that's, it say? That's, that's Hong Kong to London. Non-stop Hong Kong to London, 22 hours and 42 minutes. Wow. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being in that economy class? 22 hours in economy class. Even in, even if you're in premium platinum gold first class, 22 hours in a plane. That's a long time. That's heavy. I can't, I can't think my longest. I think my it. longest is maybe what's, 17 hours. Yeah, what's, yeah, probably about that. Mm. Going probably to Heathrow, I'd say. Oh, yeah, it'd be from Changi to Heathrow, I'd say, which is probably about 17 hours, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. But 22 and a three-quarter hours, that's yeah. that's a long haul. And I know that they're trying to do really long flights. Yeah, get like, those long you know, flights like going. Like Perth going straight over to mm. London Heathrow. Yeah, ooh. I know. Like 30 hours or something. Uh. Forget about it. That's the longest. That's the record held at the moment. I don't know about you, but I love staying in really unique places. Mm. Oh, yeah. I love it. Of course. Would you want to stay in the oldest hotel in the world? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've stayed in some old hotels and they're pretty run down. Now, what's the oldest hotel? Well, it's in... Via the Guinness World Record. It is in Japan. Oh, good. It was a hot spring hotel. Okay. I know it sounds delicious, doesn't it? it makes well, me want to go like in the hot springs. A couple of hundred years old or something. It was. Uh, it's been operating since 705 AD. Holy smokes! Uh huh. So it's called the Nisamya. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Are you going to try to register this name? <laughs> the Nisiyama Onsen Kinyakan. No. Okay. Okay. I'm going to spell it because I can't. But I, I've, I've recognized one word. I've recognized onsen. Yeah. And that's like, that's Japanese bathhouse. Oh. I, I, I love the Japanese bathhouse experience. 
So you go to the onsen, which is the Japanese bath, and they've go got me. All, they've got all. I the, actually said something you, you could yeah, understand. Yeah. They've got all the the rituals, the bathing rituals. It's amazing. Yeah. If you, yeah. Well, this was originally a hot spring hotel. So. Yeah. So they do the Japanese bath house. Yeah. So, so it's spelled N I S I Y A M A O N S E N. Onsen. Yeah. Yeah. And then K E I U N K A N, and it's in Yamanish. Yama, Yaman, <laughs> Half this program's us trying to pronounce <laughs> non-English words or even English words I get trouble with. Yeah, like really. Controversy. Uh, Y-A-M-A-N-A-S-H-I. That's where it is in Japan. And the second oldest hotel is also in Japan. They've been going on holiday for a long time in Japan. Wow. <laughs> they invented holidaying. You know what? They probably invented the hotel. It's the oldest yeah. that's been recorded. They're the first ones that said, "I gotta get away from home. <laughs> I gotta, I got, I need a, I need a holiday." So I like that old hotel. I like the. I wonder if it's still this, like the still the like the hot springs are still bubbling away. I don't know. I'm there. gonna look it up. I'd say they would be. That's cool. I'd like to go there for sure. A because I love onsen Japanese bathhouse experience, but get the oldest one. I wonder if they've still got the same like. Duty manager, yeah, working, yeah. absolutely, definitely. From or when they've gone down in the, in the fam- same families, family. maybe, yeah, that'd be cool. Can you believe it? It's closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's still running. There you go. It's a four-star hotel. Nice. With thirteen hundred years of history. There you go, thirteen hundred-year hotel. Because you know, you go to like in you're in London or over in the UK, and you go into a pub or something, and they go, oh, this pub's been here for 700 years. And you think, wow, 700, but was it 1,300 years of history for a hotel? Oh, my gosh. It's the world's longest standing inn founded in 705 AD. Bingo. Wow. So it's not too far from Mount Fuji. Okay. You can't see it from the actual hotel, but it's not too far from there. Nice. The hot springs are still running. Beautiful. I've yet to visit Japan, but that's on my list when I go for sure. Absolutely. This is probably at the top of my list. I would mm. love to visit the oldest hotel in the world. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And the fact that it's got like a bathhouse experience, the onsen experience. Yeah. So cool. Speaking of cool. Okay. Have a go at this. Tell All me. Right. Okay. Get yourself to the United Arab Emirates. Get yourself there because it's cool anyway. But this record set 31st of January 2018. Ooh, freshy. Fresh. Okay, this is the longest zip wire in the world. Like a zip line. Oh, zip line. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I've this, done a few of those. Have even you done? Have you done? I've never, I've only done like the one when you know when you go down the corner and the, the like the little park and you go, there's one for kids. <laughs> it, it, go, it goes for about three and a half meters. Yeah. Yeah, I've done those ones. No, I've done the big ones. I've done some really cool ones. In Australia, New Zealand? I did one in Queensland in Australia. I've done one in Guatemala. Okay, cool. That one was really scary because when you're standing up really, really high in those trees, there's actually nothing securing you. In Australia, (laughs) there's massive big ropes or... Yeah, yeah, ride rails and... Rails, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's rails around and nope, not in Guatemala. And I actually, as my listeners might know, that I have a massive fear of height. (laughs) And they got me to go forward like Superman. Like lean forward. Uh, Yeah. So what we had to do was actually unstrap me. So take my feet down, like take it off from my waist, step out of it, which means I'm totally on this super high tree up Mm. really high with nothing holding me on. 
and then flip it around and then them from my back, my lower back, hook me back up. And then I flew like Superwoman going straight across. It was one of the most amazing experiences. Wow. Yeah. So tell me about this one. You you don't know how long it was? You didn't know the distance of that one? I have no idea. It wasn't as long as this one because it's got the world record by Guinness standards. And as I said, United Arab Emirates and you're going to get on a zip line and it's not in the jungle. This is like through the big canyon, giant canyon. You're quite high off the ground and you are going to be traveling 2,831.88 meters. That's a really long time. You are going to be flying for 2.8 kilometers. (gasps) In the sky on a zip line, head first, flying along, reaching speeds of up to 150 kilometers no an hour. No way! Yes way! Whoa. Oh, dude, I, I watched, does that make you want to do it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That does not make me want to do it. Oh, really? I watched a video of it. My and heart's it racing was amazing. just thinking about it. I know. I want to do it, and it, you just you're flying like like you said, like you you don't have your arms out, your arms are sort of tucked in. And you're in sort of like a like a hang gliding harness, harness yeah. yeah. And you just head first. You've got like space goggles on and a helmet, and you're just flying at up wonder to like I said, it, 150 k's an hour. Boom. I wonder for two how two kilometers they can keep it stable for that oh, it's distance. All, it's all guide wires attached to it and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know. I'm not an engineer, but you know, it's, it's amazing. Imagine that. Where is it? It's in um, United Arab Emirates. What's it? Does it have a name? It is called, here we go. You want me, you, you just want me to try and pronounce things I can't pronounce. I'm going to try and register this name. <laughs> um, Jebel J's Flight is what it's called. It's in Razal Kayamar. Razal Kayamar, if that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. So, yeah, check that out. I would do that in a second. And it's only, it's brand new. Oh, is it new? Like I said, 31st of January 2018. So it's only like a year and a half old. The very first tour that was ever created. Have a guess what year that could have been. When were they touring around? I don't know. 329. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. What, what were they touring? They were going from Bordeaux to Jerusalem. To the Holy Land. Oh, Holy Tour. Uh-huh. I see. Yeah. Okay. On your way to the Holy Land, on your right, you'll see, uh, oh, it's Golgotha. That's where Christ, never mind. We'll keep going. It's not like they would stop and look at things like that or refill their car at a gas station. Mm. So the thing they got to refill do, their donkeys. Uh-huh. They totally <laughs> did. So they would have to find places to stop and find water for their donkeys and their horses. Oh, and wow. that's that's what's in the tour. Where, Who where was those doing this tour around? They're just like devotees or? Medieval Christians. Okay. Oh, they're going to get out of this. Great. Yeah. Only 300-odd years afterwards. They're like. Tourism industry is like, we got to hook into this religion stuff. If we could sell some tickets on this tour. Yeah. It included maps as well. Great. Uh-huh. I guess that's that's a, a necessary thing. <laughs> you need the map. How are you going to know where yeah. to go? I wonder if they got any souvenirs. Here's your crucifix. <laughs> Here's your little vial of holy water. Well, maybe that was one of the stops along the way. The world's largest hotel. Largest. So we've had we've had the smallest. What's the large? We had the tallest. The tallest, oh, no, tallest building. Smallest, and now we've got the largest. Largest hotel. Can you have a guess how many rooms there might be 
Everyone at home, think about this. Think of a number. The world's largest hotel. How many rooms do you think it could have in this resort? A thousand. I don't know. Okay. Everyone at home, you've said it out loud what you think. 7,351 operational rooms. Over 7,000 rooms. Uh Uh-huh. And this is in Malaysia. Oh, my God. And this was set on the 20th of June, 2015. Whopping big hotel. Yeah. Imagine the imagine the, the room service. That, that That's going to take a long time. Yeah. I know you all wouldn't want to be hungry at the same time. <laughs> Calling for room service. Imagine if you're where you, you're in like. Surely they in, would have you're, to have You're in room department. 7,200. You're like. Oh, yeah, and cheeseburger, please. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll be there later tomorrow. Don't worry, we've we got to get it up to you. It's going to take a while. Surely they would have their own department. Like every every section probably is like its own hotel, surely. I don't know, but it's one whole hotel. It's official. It's Guinness. Yeah, it's a resort. It's huge. Whopper. Yeah. It's called the Pahang Durul Makmur. Now, there is one that I found that... I couldn't find who holds this. So I'm thinking someone might be trying to set it. Okay. Someone's going for a new record on something. Longest career as a tour guide. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. It's on. It's on. So all those tour guides out there apply. And it hasn't been set yet. So it has rules for it though. The record is for the longest continuous amount of time for an individual to serve as a tour guide. No, So it's not like the longest tour. So I I took someone on a tour of... (laughs) 48 hours. No, this record is to be attempted by an individual and this record is measured in years and days. Okay. For the purpose of the record, a tour guide is a person who is employed to lead groups around areas of interest. So if you're out there. So if you if you take people around to boring places, you've already cancelled yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be places of interest. So, yeah. Oh, I like that. So. So that's available. If you're I a, couldn't find anyone that's actually said it yet. I think someone must be in the motion. If you're a tour guide, get on it. Because some people spend a whole life, you know, that's their job for a whole lifetime. So we could be like looking at times of, you know, continuous tour guide, 50 years, 60 years. But how do years. they approve it? I don't know. They've got a, you know, Guinness, who knows what Guinness does? They've got spies all over the world. So mm. yeah, they're going to do it. They'll figure it out. If anyone can figure it out, it's old Guinea. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to know more, head to their website. They have so much information on how you can actually apply, how you can try and set a record. It is all there. If you're planning to set a record or if you or if you already are a Guinness World Record holder in something, in anything, not even travel related, write in and tell us. I want to know. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever met a Guinness World Record holder. I have not. Do you know? I not Well, not knowingly. Not knowingly. Yeah. I would love to meet one. Yeah. Whatever they do. Even if it's watermelon. Pip spitting. Pip spitting. <laughs> I'd be underwhelmed, but I'd still be pleased to meet Do them. you know who I wouldn't want to meet? Who? The lady that has the longest fingernails ever. Oh, you ever see those ones? Oh. <laughs> 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 no. I, I have an issue with fingernails. <laughs> I hate them. Oh, my God. I hate God. being touched by them. I hate the look of them. I don't have any mine are like down to You don't bare. have any fingernails. No, you like, do have fingernails. Don't lie. I do, but they're like you can't see any whites on them. I can't handle it. So imagine that lady that has them so long that they're curling. Like literally they are uh, like b- both so hand, long. Both hands. Yeah, how she does anything, like even go to the toilet. Uh, I do don't you know. wipe your bum. I don't know. We both went there though. We both thought of that. Oh, immediately. I'm like, <laughs> everyone, I'm visualizing it now and it doesn't look good. 
No, me neither. She'd probably need a butt wiper. Stop it. Surely. The, you know who should get the award? That person. <laughs> they should. What's your job? I work for the lady who has the longest fingernails in the world. What do you do? Oh, I don't want to say, but I get to hang out with a world record holder every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of world record, you know, like longest hair, longest fingernails, you know. Mm-hmm. It is very cool, though. Loud, and loudest burp or something. And it takes me back to being young, and I used to love looking through that book. So it's been really fun talking with this you about been. this yeah. today. Travel Troy. ones. I've never really thought about traveling world records, but yeah. Yeah. There is some that we haven't mentioned, which are the kind of the normal ones of like people traveling to every country and those ones. We haven't mentioned those ones because they can be broken. And you could break it, especially one that's quite controversial, which is the one where you're going in and out of the airport. And, yeah, you know. yeah. I want to know more about that. Absolutely. So look it up. So go to their website. I might put the link down below in the description so you can go check out some things yourself. It's hours of entertainment. We mm. started and we were both like, I'm, wow. I want to break one now. I'm going to find one I can break. Just something really easy like most fart noises on a podcast. Yeah, okay. I'll, I could break that one. Yeah, they might deny that, but hey, you can try. They're not denying me, baby. <laughs> I've begun. <laughs> yeah, it started. Okay, we hope that you enjoyed that episode. Thank you so much again for coming and yeah. making me laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. It's been a pleasure having you back. We love having you. And I know thank my you. listeners love having you back too. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for listening to With You Every Step, hosted by Michelle Lee. We do hope you enjoyed listening. And if you did, make sure you tell everybody. If you didn't, nobody likes a Debbie Downer. Please subscribe to get up to date with our latest releases and give us a thumbs up on our social media at With You Every Step. We love to hear from you. If you have any questions or inquiries, head to the Contact Us page at our website, michellelee.com. That's also where you'll find all our blogs mentioned in the podcast. We love to hear from you and if we have inspired you to travel. Thanks for listening. Love life and adventure on. <laughs>